Welcome to Light Steps Live. Our mission is to open the Word of God to edify the believer and evangelize the world, that people who follow Jesus can walk in the light as He is in the light. James chapter number 3. We're going to be concentrating today on verses 14 through 18, which is 14 to the end of the verse. But if you'll remember in our last session, we said we want to we want to use 13 as a bridge here between um, the last thoughts and the next thoughts. So let me read it together. James chapter 3, verses, beginning at verse 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And the harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. What a wonderful, wonderful passage. Um, I'm just sitting here right now playing with my notes, uh, playing with the actual paper. And I'm telling y'all, I have way more notes than I have time. And so uh, um, I've been praying, Lord, help me, help me to keep this simple. Um, we want to look today at the causes of conflict and the, and the wisdom to curtail it, it being conflict. First off, let's just understand that if somebody claims to have wisdom, this is what verse 13 says. Do you think you have wisdom? You're going to show in your behavior, right? And there's a lot of people who think they have wisdom. And then what's interesting to me is James pretty quickly says, well, you know, there's this wisdom. He's already recognized it uh, in James chapter one. There's a wisdom that comes from above, but he also recognizes there's this, there's this other kind of wisdom. There's this worldly wisdom and we're going to get into that a little bit more in a moment, but let, let's just recognize up front someone who really has wisdom from above. They'll be operating with the character and exercises of the one who's from above. That's really critical to recognize. Um, secondly, secondly, let's see, let's see together what this worldly wisdom how, how it works. How can you recognize it? How does it work? Go back and look at verse 14. It says, you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts. Do not be, do not boast and be false to the truth. In other words, he's saying, if you act worldly, don't sit around and pretend like you are godly. Um, James is, is undoubtedly recognizing that there is, there is a, there is a, um, there is a group of people, there's a type of behavior, there's a type of character who says, hey, I'm godly, but, and, and you know, meaning, hey, I'm godly, hey, I'm with Jesus, hey, I'm wise, hey, I'm spirit-filled, but their behavior doesn't match that testimony. And so he says, listen, listen, let me, let me just go ahead and tell it to y'all straight. It's, it's like, that's why I hear James speaking to me. You know, if you got bitter jealousy and selfish ambition, don't go around saying you're walking with Jesus. Woo! You talking about handling a whole bunch of stuff here really quickly. 
You can say all you want to, that you love the Lord and are walking in the spirit, that you have wisdom from on high, but he is straight up saying that if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition, you got a problem. You're boasting about the truth, but you're not walking in the truth. Now, it takes a brave, brave soul to take those kind of inventories that really help us reveal who we really are. You know, and, and I, I urge, I urge any brave soul to do that. Um, it's, it's very, it is very difficult. Um, you, you know, we love to quote sometimes verses without thinking about them, you know, like Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six, you know, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path in all your ways. James is sitting here saying like, there's this earthy sort of wisdom that feels right to you, you know? Um, but what you're doing right there is you're checking your ways by an earthly set of, set of criteria, criteria, you're not checking your ways against the criteria of the Lord. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. In other words, a lot of times we'll say, well, you know, this is how it is. This is, this is how you handle that. And, um, and we'll, we'll give counsel on how to handle or respond to something based on a very earthly, fleshly sort of wisdom. And so James is sitting here saying, don't say with your mouth that you godly. Don't say with your mouth that you wise. Don't say with your mouth you spirit-filled. Don't say with your mouth that you walking close to Jesus and then go around using earthly tactics. Don't boast against the truth. And where does all this stuff come from? We got, we all know. We all know. Whatever's in the well comes up in the bucket. We know that that heart is corrupt. Uh, you know, the fountain, the mouth it flows from is going to be corrupt. The fingers, the, the hands that, that our affections flow through are going to be corrupt, right? That's why, that's why the proverb writer in Proverbs 4 would say, you better guard your heart, my paraphrase. Guard your heart, for from it flows all the issues of life. And James is just being straight up uh, honest and straightforward with say, listen, jealousy and selfish ambition. Bitter jealousy and selfish ambition mess up a whole, whole lot of stuff. Mess up a whole, whole lot of stuff. Um, and, you know, who, who doesn't wrestle against those temptations? You know, everybody does. Everybody does. Um, but James just warns us, don't, don't go around saying you godly and, and then not behaving godly. Why? Because let, let's look at the whale. You know, if we use that. Uh, whether it's it's you know flowing from the fingers or flowing from the mouth, whatever's in the whale comes up in the bucket. Whatever we really love, that's what we serve. Whatever you know, whatever we we talk about, that's what we are about. You know, but, but let's look at where the scripture where James says this comes from. Look at verse fifteen. He said, "This is not the wisdom that comes down from above." Aha! He's already told us that every good gift comes down from the Father of life lights. Right. So he says this sort of mess is this stuff that's that's born out of bitter jealousy and selfish ambitions ambitions and the stuff that you you that we, we in our very worldly way justify. He said that that don't come from above. That's 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 not real wisdom. That's not heavenly wisdom. He said, let me tell you what that is. That's earthly, unspiritual, demonic. You know, in other words, you, you know. You label it wisdom, but it's not wisdom. And it's, we could, we could list so many examples of this. 
Um, you know, we have, we have taken and given tons of bad advice that sounded wise. Okay. But that would fall under the, one of those labels, earthly, unspiritual, demonic. Um, one of the worst things I, I, I hear shared on a regular basis is follow your heart. Hogwash. Don't you follow your heart? Your heart is, is desperately wicked. You know, the only, only heart you can trust is, 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 is the, is the heart of God. And we need to learn to be led of God in our hearts. Okay. Um, that, 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 that earthly, unspiritual, demonic wisdom, that didn't come from heaven. That's from down here on earth. And, and, you know, again, we can do examples after examples after examples. Like, um, when someone has said something ugly to, to, to us and hurt our feelings or made us angry and we tell a friend about it, our friend says, I would do this. You know, I would say such and such. And a lot of times that sounds really smart, you know, except it's, it's, it's earthly, unspiritual and demonic. And it's, it's, it's that other kind of wisdom. It's how, you know, the Paul says, the Apostle Paul says there's a gospel and there's a false gospel. James is saying there's a wisdom and a false wisdom. There's a heavenly wisdom, which is the real deal. And there's an earthly wisdom, which is not the real deal. And just think about how we most of the time engage with conflict. We we start playing eye for an eye, two for tooth, word for word, pain for pain, smart aleck comment for smart aleck conflict. Or something happens to us and we play payback. Um, some people play long game payback. They, they'll just passively, aggressively be mad at people for 20 years. Um, wow. Think about this in your personal life. Think about it in your family life. Think about it in your work life, in your community. And boy, howdy, brothers and sisters, we better think about it in the local church. So what happens, what happens out of this sort of this, this, you know, if the, if, if, if the whale that's, that, that, that the water's being drawn from is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic, right? Then what happens out of that? He tells us in verse 16, he says, where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder. And this is the phrase that gets me, every vile practice. You know, it's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all. That's what happens. And, and you know what it does? It quenches the spirit. It breaks the bonds of peace. It dampens the fellowship of love. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this, this non-wisdom wisdom, this earthly wisdom, this unspiritual wisdom, this demonic wisdom begins to rule our encounters and engagements with people rather than wisdom from above. And so he's, he's plainly stated in verse 13, whoever's wise and understanding among you, you know, and anybody here, you know, like anybody here, by show of hands, who thinks you're you're wise and you have understanding, right? And, and you know, makes a list. So and so says it. So and so, we got a list. He says, okay, now how we're going to prove this by their conduct? Well, let's look at what they're doing. Do they have? Do they have bitter? Do they have bitter jealousy? Uh, do they come to business meetings? Do they come to, to ministry team meetings with selfish ambitions? Or are they saying glory to God, good of people, glory to God, good of people, good to people, glory to God, good to people. You know, what, what's ruling them? Right? He says, so, you know, you can raise your hand. He said, yeah, yeah, I have wisdom. I have godliness. I'm spirit filled. I believe the word. But he says, but we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Whatever's really in the whale, we're going to find out when it 
comes up in the bucket. And here's the problem. It leads to every sort of vile act. That is wild. And there we have it, friends. We have this inventory. Are we brave enough to take it? Are we brave enough to take it? Well, I see time is quickly fleeting. So let me get to the other side of this. We, what we want, what we want with all our hearts is to um, curtail wisdom. I mean, excuse me, curtail conflict by operating in wisdom, by operating in spirit-filled wisdom. We can clearly see that some of the causes of conflict is because we apply an earthly wisdom with you know, that flows from bitter, bitter jealousy and selfish ambition. That's where it's coming from. So, you know, first things first is we got to look back into our heart. All right. But then James graciously, graciously in verses 17 and 18 gives us some tools to recognize godly wisdom. Now, don't forget, we've already all the way back in James chapter one, we've already said, look, if anybody lacks wisdom, this is my paraphrase of James 1.5. If anyone lacks wisdom, remember, God is generous. So ask our generous God and he will give you wisdom. It's good stuff. So, you know, if if you see, man, I, I, I have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition. And so what do I do is I operate out of what I want all the time. And it and it, you know, and it's brought a lot of conflict in my life. You can really feel like despairing at this point. OK, but that's one half of the inventory. The other half of the inventory is this. If you find yourself um lacking in heavenly wisdom and you find yourself overflowing with earthly unspiritual demonic wisdom here's what god wants to do he wants to deliver us out of the snare of satan so take us out of the deficit and he wants to put us into the land of the profitable so he says anybody who lacks wisdom god's generous ask him so as we begin to look back at these qualities that are shown to us about wisdom in verses 17 and 18 i want you if you've recognized that you've been operating out of bitter envy and selfish ambition, and it's led you to say and do all sorts of selfish things and to feel all sorts of bitter, jealous feelings, to know that God wants to deliver you. He wants to deliver you out of that. Not only deliver you, brother and sister, out of that, he wants to set you on higher ground, firm foundation in Christ Jesus, and he wants us to begin to operate by the wisdom of God. So go back and look with me really quickly. I see time is just, just absolutely flying by. Look really quickly at uh, verses 17 and 18. But the wisdom from above is first pure. That's one. Two, peaceable. Three, gentle. Four, open to reason. Five, full of mercy and good fruits. Six, impartial. Seven, sincere. Or you could say it's eight things. Um, you could say it's eight or it's five, depending on how you want to deal with those compounds. Let's let's go in the middle. Let's say it's seven. Praise God, right? Let's look at these seven, seven things that help us to identify what God's wisdom looks like. First off, it's pure. Amen. Amen. It's pure. Um, uh, you know, it's it's funny if if you think about you think about leaving a bottle of water somewhere. Um, uh, if you if you have one sitting around your house and you don't know whose it is, um, but it's only your family there, you know you're you're likely to drink it. Um, 
if you think about leaving it at, at work and it's sat there a while, you're not sure whose it is, or you're not sure if someone drank from it, you're, you're probably likely to throw it away, right? Um, but, but, uh, what about, what about the, the bottle of water or your favorite drink? Maybe you love a good Dr. Pepper or a hot cup of coffee or something. You know, how, how much of some foul substance would you let into it before you said, um, you know, too much of that foul substance is, uh, you know, uh, how much poison would you let someone pour in your cup of coffee? You know, would it be a, a half an ounce, an ounce, an ounce and a half, you know, Pure is pure is pure. God's wisdom is pure. Okay. God's, it, it's pure. It's good stuff. It wants what God wants. It wants God's glory and it wants the good of others. It's, it's, you know, it, when I think about what it does, I think the best way I can say it is God's wisdom generally washes earthly wisdom clean. That's the way I'd put it. It's like, um, it's like putting the water of the word. It's like putting our goals and our stuff under our motives, our, our, our behavior, our attitude. It'll take that earthly wisdom and it'll stick it in this, this, this powerful, pure washing of the wisdom of God. And it'll chase out all of the us, all of the sin, all of the bitter envy, all of the selfish ambition. It's pure. It's pure and you don't want it corrupted. And if it is corrupted, okay, it's no longer heavenly wisdom. It's earthly wisdom. You see that? Secondly, secondly, in uh, James chapter three, verse 17, it says it's peaceable. Wow. How you like that phrase? It's peaceable. Um, so I'm, I'm going to tell y'all newsflash, newsflash can't get along with some folks. You know, I, I love that verse in the Bible that says, in, in as much as depends on you, <laughs> in as much as depends on you, you know, uh, you know, seek peace with everybody and, and, and holiness. Because uh, uh, you know, sometimes that's all you can do. But, um, you know, the person who is using whether it's words or actions or passive aggressive behavior to be bullying, see, that's not heavenly wisdom. God's wisdom that comes down from above it fills your life in such a way that you want God to get glory. You want others to be served and you want, you want, um, satisfaction, not from personal ambition, but from kingdom advance. Let me say that again. You want satisfaction for kingdom advance. He goes on to say, he goes on to say that it's gentle. Oh Lord. Wow. James had never been to a church business meeting, had he? Oh, sure he had. He was actually in a very contentious church there in Jerusalem. Very contentious church. And he had known from experience. He, you know, um, hard-bought experience, I imagine, that uh, you, you can bully your way around things or you can remember what Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall inherit the earth. Um, in other words, who's really walking with the Lord? Um, man, I'd love to just camp out on all these. And here's one of my favorites. They're open to reason. That means you can talk to them. See, somebody's got wisdom coming down from heaven. You can sit and talk to them. You just think about it. We offended Jesus, but Jesus came down and dealt with us. Wow. Are we the kind of person who others can talk to? 
will we not only hear what they have to say, but uh, but attempt to understand it? Will we not only listen when they speak, but will we reserve our speaking until we've come to understanding? That that's the way heavenly wisdom works. It's open to reason. You can you can you can speak to it. Um, also, it says uh, it's full of mercy. I've always liked those those very lay working definitions for grace and mercy. Grace is not getting um, you know some some retribution you do deserve. Um, um, I mean, excuse me. Grace is not is getting favor you don't deserve. Mercy is not getting punishment you do deserve. Grace is getting what you a good thing you don't deserve. Mercy is not getting punishment you do deserve. So it's full of mercy. In other words, wisdom, wisdom from heaven says, you know, it, it can operate freely when it's been wronged because it's full of mercy. That's the way we're, I, I've been wronged, but I, I, I'm wanting heavenly wisdom to come down on me so that when I'm wrong, I don't have to pay them back on the flesh level, an eye for an eye. I can pay them forward. I can be full of mercy. And, uh, and then those last couple of things, it's, um, it's impartial, uh, and, and it's sincere. Um, in other words, it doesn't pick favorites based on, on worldly terms and it's not playing emotional games one way or the other. It's the real deal. That's that heavenly wisdom. Now, let, let me say this. We've run out of time. Oh boy. We've run out of time yet again. And I want to make time, uh, to, um, to share, um, a special prayer. Um, and I'm, I'm just running out of time for that. Um, let me say this conflict is going to happen. The question is when it's going on, can we, can we step back into our prayer closet and say, God, will you show me if my bitter envy, if my selfish ambition is creating the conflict? And then Lord, will you give me, will you forgive me? Will you help me? Will you equip me? Will you empower me? Will you give me wisdom from above so that I can use this wisdom by the power of your spirit to curtail the conflict? And not only bring us back from a deficit in our relationship, but move us forward so that you grow closer to Jesus and I grow closer to Jesus. God, I want wisdom from above that not only recognizes the causes of conflict, but recognizes when I'm one of the causes of conflict and then gives me the wisdom to curtail the conflict. Wow. How much would change in us? How much would change around us? If we could recognize the causes of conflict, our part of the causes, seek wisdom from above and curtail the conflict. Wow, what would change in our life? Thank you for joining us on Light Steps Live today. My name is Katie Bose, and the rest of our production team is Andrew Liggett, Shannon Allen, and Steve Riley. Music provided by Banjo Ben Clark. Connect with Banjo Ben at banjobenclark.com. Tim Bowes is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club. Music